Prologue My Brother's Keeper Julius Gage had three brothers, Otha Lee, Eugene, and Charles. They had come up in the country life of Deep Woods, Arkansas. Julius and Charles were the closest of all the siblings. He was the oldest of the four boys, and Charles was the youngest. Wherever Julius went, Charles went, and Julius didn't mind one bit. It was Charles who had discovered their mother's body, and he had run non-stop to the barn to find Julius. Their father had killed their mother in a fit of rage. Gertrude Gage was a full-blooded Choctaw Indian, and she was as beautiful as the day was long. She worked for the rich and well-to-do white folks in Marianna, Arkansas. A job that she neither loved nor hated, it was a means to an end. Julius's mother was walking home from a long, hard day of cleaning toilets and taking verbal abuse from her white employers when it had begun to rain. It was a heavy, constant downpour, so she had taken shelter in an abandoned warehouse on the long country dirt road that led to her family's farm. Although she decided that she'd wait there until the rain subsided, she knew her husband would be angry because she would be late getting home to cook dinner. But if she walked all the way home in the rain, she'd surely catch her death of cold. The rain beat a rhythmic pattern of trebles and basses on the roof of the old warehouse. As Gertrude stood in the doorway of the building, looking out at the rain, she thought of how dramatically her life had changed, and not for the better. She had endured many years of torture and beatings at the hands of the man that she called her husband. Nathaniel Gage was a mean man. He was very hard to deal with, and even harder to live with, but they were married, and in her mind, once you were married, it was until death. Enough was enough, though, and she decided that maybe she should just take her boys and move back to the reservation. At least there she'd have the support of her family. She had disobeyed her father's wishes by marrying Nathaniel, but he had promised her the world, with his light features and syrupy tongue. She'd fallen for it, hook, line, and sinker. Now, as she looked out into the dark sky, her world felt as though it was crashing down around her. How could he beat her so mercilessly if he loved her? Nate would beat her for breathing too loud. Gertrude was beaten for any small infraction, and it was getting old. Each time he beat her, he would apologize, only to beat her again. She felt like every time he put his hands on her, he took a little bit more life from her. A once gorgeous woman with a glowing smile had now become a pretty face with a faded smirk. The memories of how Nate had once treated her lit the corners of her mind like candles. It gave her a mix of emotions. She was angry with her husband for treating her as if she didn't matter, but she was still deeply in love with him. She wanted to leave, but she knew that he and the boys needed her. The rain was beginning to lift and it settled into a light drizzle, so Gertrude picked up her bag and exited the warehouse, knowing full well that there'd be hell to pay when she got home if she couldn't make Nate understand how the rain had put her behind schedule. She glanced at her watch and noticed that she was an hour late. She was usually home by 6 p.m., but it was a quarter to six, and she still had miles to walk. She looked to the heavens and said a small prayer, and asked God to protect her and her children from all harm, and to bless her husband. She knew why Nate was the way he was. They owned their farm outright, but, in Arkansas, you were only as valuable as the color of your skin. 
Nate had the skin tone of a white man, but his kinky hair removed any doubt as to what his ethnicity was. He was the son of a fair-skinned black mother that had been the mistress of her white boss. He was a bastard child, and he had hatred for all white people, and he didn't trust any women. To him, women were tools meant to carry children, cook and clean. No more, no less. Every harvest Nate had to go down to sell their crops, and no matter how beautiful the harvest, he was never given fair value. He was short-changed for the eggs his hens produced and the milk that came from his cows. The unfairness ate at him and made him bitter, because as much as he wanted to, he couldn't say a word to the hillbilly white man in town for fear that they'd burn his farm to the ground. Nathaniel Gage was looked upon in town as a good nigger. He dropped his head when talking to the...